Most of the teachers you see on social media have these amazing classrooms with Pinterest perfect organization, but today I felt the need to have a real talk with you about the expectations we put on ourselves as educators. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to Becoming a Mindful Teacher, or if this is your first time here, well, hello. It is my goal to reach teachers and really anyone who's working with children to help them become the best selves that they can be for both themselves and the students that they work with. Uh, Because ultimately, I feel that this is a huge way that we can improve our future by reaching these kids. And believe me, this is no easy task by far. Um, but it is like a passion of mine. I truly believe that we could do this. And I think that our, our actions that we take with these students now are going to make a huge impact later on. And that kind of leads me to why I wanted to do this episode today. Sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be real professional-like and teach you things about mental health and the psychology behind them. And that has made a huge difference in my life, for sure. But sometimes I feel like we need to get down to the real talk and the stuff that is really going down in our lives and get honest with ourselves. So lately, there has been this underlying theme in meetings that I've been sitting in, whether it be maybe like a faculty meeting or a student concern meeting, uh, even parent conferences. We just had conferences last week. And when I'm sitting with these teachers, my, you know, my coworkers, the people that I work with every day, I'm hearing some key phrases that are setting off like little alarms in my head that make me just want to shake teachers and get them out of their negative mindset. And they're saying things like, oh, they're expecting too much of me, or I don't have enough time to get everything done, or even like, I'll never be as amazing as Miss So-and-so. And okay, that last one, well, maybe they don't say that out loud. Maybe my friends say that, but like normal people aren't saying that. But I I know that you have been comparing yourself, and because I do it too, comparing ourselves to the one person that we think is just an amazing teacher and you can never live up to their abilities. And I think it's great. Like we should be working and striving towards greatness. That's great. When it becomes a problem is when you are comparing yourself to them and then you're putting yourself down because of it. It's not like you're striving to to be that, but instead you're like, oh, like she does this better than me. She does this better than me. I'll never do this. That's when it's no bueno, no good. So I'm here to tell you that these beliefs are trash. <laughs> they are. Your beliefs are trash and you need to squash them right away. All right. So what I want you to know is that your beliefs are exactly that. They are your beliefs. Somewhere along your little life path, something happened to you, some experience where your mind decided that the expectation for something was out of your reach, that you were less than. And for me, 
it was my very first principal that I worked under. He would constantly say to me, and I'm not joking, he literally would say this to me. He would say, why can't you be more like so-and-so? Or go meet with her and see what she does for this. And he also said, and I might have said this in a previous episode, but this one really stuck with me. He said, I don't know how you get these kids to grow. Like to my face told me he didn't understand how I was succeeding in growing my students' reading levels. So what I want you to do is take a moment and think about the nasty things that someone in a position of power has said to you. And how did it make you feel? For me, it, you know, I'm going to feel like a miserable and incompetent teacher from what he said to me. And I bet it made you feel like ultimate trash and that you were never cut out for this profession in the first place. Um, This principal was the first man to assist me in the education profession and the first true administrator who was telling me about my performance and ultimately labeling me as a failure to my face. And these experiences will then like ingrain in your brain as a hardcore belief. This, you know, you now believe that the things that they were saying are true because they're the ones with the experience. They're the ones who have worked with tons of teachers and have been placed in a position of power to determine your worth through evaluations. And they've placed these comments on official documents. But guess what? Their beliefs are the same as our beliefs. Their beliefs were created out of something that happened to them in their past, just as ours were created out of things that happened to us in our past. So growing up, we believed in a lot of things that weren't true. When when we learned the truth behind the matter, our beliefs changed. So for instance, as I embarrass myself, um, growing up, I believed that turn signals actually knew where we were going in a car and they would turn on to tell you where you were going. So like, imagine like a GPS. Yes, the GPS tells us where to go. But this was back in the 80s. And I'm sitting in the backseat of a car at like the age of seven. Um, There were no GPSs. And I would hear the blinker come on. And I just immediately thought, oh, the blinker is telling my mom where to go. And I'm in the backseat of the car. I didn't know any better. So if someone had come up to me when I was seven years old, I would passionately tell them that, yes, turn signals tell us where to go. And once I became older and then I could actually see an adult drive, I realized that, no, the turn signal does not, in fact, know where we are going. And instead, it was my mother just turning it on in the direction we were heading. But did I beat myself up over this false belief that I had once had? No, I just, I learned new information and then I adjusted my beliefs based on that new information. So when I think of that, I wonder why do we take the nasty negative things that someone says to us as pure fact? More importantly, why do we take the nasty things that we tell ourselves as fact? I'm sure you've heard the saying that says like, we are our own worst critic. And that is 1000% true. We are absolutely the hardest on ourselves more than we would ever treat another person. We tell ourselves things that are like the majority of the time completely untrue, but we just find a little nugget of like evidence and we throw that in to prove to ourselves that it's true. 
And because you can justify your own thoughts, it has to be true, but it completely and totally is not. So let's go back to one of those negative thoughts that I know that we have all had. Um, And that thought is, I can't get everything done. So deep down in my gut, I know that you absolutely believe that you cannot get everything done because you are just so very overwhelmed. And that I believe is true. We are all, as educators, extremely overwhelmed. And I want you to change your thought process to which of these things are others making me do? And which of these things am I making myself do? And in other words, like, where are the actual expectations coming from? Yes, your principal and higher administration have high expectations of you to do your job. But what I want you to do is take an inventory of what you are doing. Are you taking this action because someone asked you to do it? So maybe your, you know, your principal said, okay, you have to complete lesson plans for the week. Or yes, you do have to run differentiated groups during language arts or math. And then which expectations have you placed on yourself? Because you have come to believe that this is what good teachers do. So those could be spending your entire weekend devoted to, you know, your classroom and your profession, uh, creating elaborate gifts for your students for the holidays, or even doing for others and sacrificing your own needs because you believe that you need to do what everybody else needs you to do first before you can get to yourself and your needs. What we have to do is really take a deep dive and evaluate our beliefs. So by taking this deep look into them and determining if they are fact or something that we've come to believe from past experiences, we can start to dismantle those false beliefs and get back on the right track. So here's what I want you to take from today, from this episode, and I want you to get started working on it immediately. We have beliefs that we have learned from past experiences, and these could be true, but they could very well have been the beliefs of the person who taught them to us, which could have ultimately not have been true. And if these beliefs are causing you stress and unhappiness, then they are very much not for you. They're not for us. You need to take an inventory and go ahead and write down or like journal about the things that you truly believe and then look at them and determine, okay, do I believe this is true or do I believe that others are saying this is true for me? And once you're able to recognize that not all of your beliefs may be coming from a place of actual truth, you'll be able to start dismantling those false beliefs in your mind. And I don't care what teacher Sally down the hall said to her friend about you. Like if your students enjoy your classroom and you have it set up the way you want it, but it doesn't look like it belongs in a magazine, then you are still being an effective teacher and you can just release that negativity from your life. So thank you for listening to my first kind of real talk. I want you to message me on Instagram and let me know if this is something that you'd like to hear more of, like these types of episodes where I'm not really teaching you, but just kind of, just kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say venting, but going off about something in education that doesn't need professional instruction, but rather like, let's just get down to gritty and talk about what's really going on. You can find me on Instagram at a mindful teacher. And then I want you to tell me what beliefs that you've had that you are ready to break 
and just get rid of them. And I'm, I'm, oh, I'm ready to help you with that. So reach out to me and I will talk with you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at a mindful teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at a mindful teacher.com. 